is the Team Clear Coat Podcast. We're two friends finally doing something about our obsession with cars. We're probably not doing it well, but it should be fun, and we might actually learn something along the way. I'm Dave. And I'm Ian. And this is our show. Hey, Ian. Hi, Dave. Hey, buddy. Uh, we have a uh, audience. I feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> so my buddy Eric is here uh, watching us uh, podcast. Yell, Eric. What's up? Yes, exactly. All right. Eric uh, actually has the, uh, I guess, fame of being the original purchaser of my Saab. He is the one who purchased Dusty Rusty new off the showroom floor. And then I later bought it from him for like a deck of old maid cards and some Swedish (laughs) fish candy. (laughs) So he, he made... The same poor decision that you did, but at a higher price point is basically <laughs> yeah. the only difference. Yes, yeah. If you're uh, if you're looking for the kind of person that went in 1996, went into a Saab dealership and bought a Saab, mm-hmm. it's Eric. Yeah. What Eric? What else were you looking at? Do you remember? Uh, here, we can turn a mic on for Let's you. Turn a mic on. Well, that is so long ago. I don't think I could remember. Um, to be honest. Yeah. But like, I just remember. When I was in high school, there was uh, one one person I went to school with, and then one person who was like a coach um, at this like sports league stuff we used to do, and they both had sobs. And like at an early age, I was just I liked the car. Oh, cool! So I didn't know that. Was that in Colorado? Was that uh, Massachusetts actually? Uh, East Coast, yeah, yeah. Okay, there's a lot more sobs out there. Yeah, there there are. Yeah, in New England. Yeah. Okay. One of the my absolute favorite things about the Saab is that when I bought it from Eric, I opened the glove box and inside, it still had the original cassette deck, inside the <laughs> glove box was a Pixies Doolittle cassette. Nice. Like one of my favorite albums of all time. Actually, I think it was Surfer Rosa. Was it Surfer Rosa? Oh, yeah. Okay, then my favorite Pixies album of all time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I just drove around listen, listening to Monkey's On Gone to Heaven. cassette. On cassette. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, we're glad to have Eric. And uh, yeah, Ian, speaking of Saab, let's get into it. Okay. Cause yes. My, cause, you have garage updates. Oh my God. My Saab's rolling so nice right now. Yeah. I, uh, it, it honestly feels like a new car. It's, I had the clutch done, the pressure plate, the throwout bearing, throwout bearing sleeve, that kind of stuff. And um, oh man, dear God, it, like the clutch feel is amazing. It's, it's so great. I can't even describe it. It's a hundred percent different than it ever was without the clutch uh without the vegan clutch yeah i'm excited to drive it i haven't yeah haven't driven it i yeah. know it was it was tricky it wasn't impossible i think you kind of oversold how tricky it was before but yeah uh but yeah it, it definitely had a unique feel <laughs> <laughs> I, I think if somebody can learn how to drive a uh a cable driven clutch like if they can learn how to drive stick on on that clutch they mm-hmm. could probably learn drive stick on anything yeah yeah it, it's not i don't know it's weird i mean it's a cable like a bicycle brake or you know like anything like that it's yeah i don't know very mechanical yeah yeah for sure it does have a weird feedback because like with a hydraulic clutch and when you get feedback through the pedal and it you can feel slip or whatever uh-huh it just it, it doesn't like rattle through your foot right the way that the yeah. cable does uh-huh you can almost feel the vibration of the of the slip happening it's weird yeah yeah but you know that's what they did in 1997 if you're in sweden 
They gave you a cable for a clutch. <laughs> and, you know, like all good Saab owners, I have an extra clutch cable in my Saab rescue kit inside the trunk of the car. So, yeah, because there has been one roadside replacement of that so far. That sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. It's actually not that bad, but yeah. Um, yeah. So, dude, honestly, it's... Oh, it's so great. It's so great. And I fixed the ignition switch. Uh, I Well, I had the shop fix the ignition switch. Mm -hmm. So um, we're looking at a total of parts costs for all of that. Uh, The clutch was 300 something, but I think all said and done, parts and shipping came around to 575 bucks, right? And then I paid about $1,300 in labor. Wow. So, I mean, it is almost dumping two grand into that car, but... Like, this is all stuff that needed to be done. Like, yeah. the throwout bearing was whining. It was going to grenade inside the transmission. Yeah, and yeah, it would have taken the clutch and pressure plate out anyway. You know, but, yeah. So, t- 2000 bucks in an old car. Yeah, that's going to hurt. I'm taking this thing to the goddamn grave. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be buried in it at yes. this point. Yes. Yeah. So what do you keep saying, Eric? Like, that this thing's going to run forever? Like, at my hand? It's going to live forever. Yeah. I'm going to goddamn try that car's immortal yeah at my hand hopefully yeah and then ian you got a fancy your fancy license plate holder this is the lamest garage update i've ever done yeah i got a license plate holder it's actually so my in colorado you have to have a front plate and yeah boo and in um and my car does not have for the u.s market had no front plate holder there's no (laughs) they just didn't make one they were just like whatever figure (laughs) it out jokers and that was it go to home depot and get some zip ties which is what i did (laughs) and then i had another like crazy contraption of like using the front air splitter thing and it was not working well and then i found a um a uh license plate holder that screws into the uh to the tow hook okay and that is working well so i mean the only downside is that you for your car you need the tow hook very often Uh, (laughs) that's hilarious that's a good i know it would have been nice if they had had like a tow loop integrated with it because then it really would have been for my car just a little flap in the license plate that you can like and and hook hook the tow hook in through well like like james bond has a thing where he hits you know he hits a button and the license plate changes Uh i just need one where just like a tow hook comes out (laughs) ian you're talking about rigging a button that operates something else in a Volkswagen <laughs> like that button's yeah. gonna break yeah <laughs> which means your tow hook license plate's gonna break right well and yeah. also the <laughs> amount of energy that it took to like engineer and pull that off <laughs> it would probably be easier to just fix whatever was gonna go wrong with the car in the first place <laughs> yes exactly but in my mind that's a that's a fantastic idea and I would buy it if somebody put it on the market <laughs> are you listening VW you yeah. can get more of Ian's money yeah if you do that yeah yeah, I, I think that's it for Garage. I, d- I don't have anything else. Yeah, I was just sick of getting tickets for having no front plates. Yeah, what? how much are those tickets each time? Oh, they are $75 a piece. Holy shit. Yeah, and they're, it's only parking enforcement that gives it to you, because I have been, this may be shocking, pulled over for speeding a few <laughs> times, and uh, never once has a cop ever said anything to me about not having a front plate. Really? Yeah, they do don't you, give a shit. Do you think that they were just sympathetic R32 owners? They, like, <laughs> like you, you've obviously made some poor life choices leading up to this event. I think We're going to take it easy on you? I think just the one guy who knocked on my window and just offered me a handful of fuses, he might have been a Volkswagen owner. 
<laughs> but okay. all the, none of the other guys, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's really weird that getting pulled over, they wouldn't even look, they wouldn't even bother with the front license plate at that time. No. Huh. Yeah. Because typically, like, they kind of like to add stuff to tickets like that as just they can, those, you know, like. Just the parking assholes in Denver. Huh. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. So, did you have it, like, up on the dashboard, the license plate up on the dashboard, or just not in the car? Yeah, various uh, stages, but they don't, that doesn't work. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. yeah they don't, they don't care. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've had, had it up on the dashboard and then I had it like, like there's that mesh that goes in the bottom part of the bumper uh-huh, and that I falls had out it, a lot. That, yeah. Well, it falls out because I had it, I had, um, like bolts through it to try oh. to, to try to keep it, but it makes it rigid. So you can't actually get it into the holes that it needs to go into because it needs to like bend to oh, get okay. in there. So I've like made it rigid so it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Uh, we also need to talk about I my eyes because I had a traumatic event happen. But you, what did you see on the way over here today, Ian? I saw Dave's favorite car. God damn it. The Buick Encore, the little egg car. I fucking hate that car so much. I love that it drives you crazy. I don't know why, but for some reason, every single time I see one of those things, I want to light it on yeah, fire and then light rage. my body on fire. Yeah. yeah. I The only car that sends me into a blind rage with just its existence is the X6M. Yeah, I know. You hate that car. There's a really that. weird fact about that car that I found out from somebody that knows someone that owned one. Yeah. And they were... They were buying new wheels for it, mm-hmm. and they found some wheels, but like on Craigslist or used or something. Um, but it was just it was four of the same bolt pattern, right? Mm-hmm. But apparently, on that car, the front and the rear have a different bolt pattern for the come on for the lug nuts. That's not true. It, that's what I heard. Maybe well, a different no. Yeah. Maybe a different offset because they're different size tires. No, Ian, but come a on. Bolt if, pattern. If anybody's going to do that, you know it's going to be BMW that does that. That can't be true. We'll have to. We'll have to internet investigate. Yeah, I yeah. want to look that up right now. Okay. All right. Well, you look that up while I tell. Yeah, my, you need to tell this the story this I saw about story. the car crash. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So. Oh, man. I haven't seen an actual car crash happen for a long time. Um, but I was driving on I seventy. Uh, heading east, you know, going like 70 miles an hour, even though it's 55. Please don't arrest me. Um, and uh, I was in the left-hand lane, uh, kind of waiting for some traffic to clear so I could pass. And um, all of a sudden, there were taillights just right behind me, like two feet off of my bumper, Jeep Grand Cherokee, or uh, headlights, headlights, r- right behind me. Uh, Jeep, uh, black Jeep Grand Cherokee tailgating me hard and um like my reaction when that kind of stuff happens is to just like slightly let off the throttle and not try to like get out of the way or anything because more than likely they're going to like they're going to be the ones that are so impatient they're already tailgating me they're going to swerve anyway you know um and there was someone that was moving into the center lane so i couldn't get over there but they obviously didn't give a fuck and they just they swerved quickly into the center lane and tried to clear the gap oh i'm 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 hand gesturing and hitting the mic uh and tried to clear the gap between me and the uh this cadillac eldorado that was uh coming over in the center lane to the point where i actually had to swerve over to the shoulder to avoid them hitting me and um 
so I like I tried to remember their license plate, and uh, I mean, like we've all had somebody like crazily swerve around us before. Yeah, it's effing scary, man, for no apparent reason. Yeah, yeah, and um, so you know, like obviously, I'm kind of like on high alert, you know, like just like just like oh that person is going to cause an accident so like mm-hmm. i'm just kind of watching traffic and then um as like i'm coming down a little bit of a hill and have a good a- amount of visibility i see it there's just this like cloud of smoke it, it was like seven o'clock at night so it was dark um it, there's this cloud of smoke and then just headlights sweep across my view from the car spinning in the road it had tried to pass another car um maybe spun out i guess and then hit the center median and then and then was facing traffic and and came to a stop. And uh, like there was an 18 wheeler next to me at the time. Mm -hmm. And he and I both like saw the whole thing unfold. Like, like we couldn't have reacted any faster or any better, you know, him with like the higher up view and me just like looking ahead, knowing that that asshole was going to cause an accident when, from when they passed me. Right. So like, you know, we just braked and put on our emergency blinkers and there wasn't a lot of traffic behind us. And, you know, we just slowly moved over and, you know, I have a couple pictures of the car. Like I should have made a video. The driver was like out and walking around. And, uh, yeah. So after I got passed, I pulled over and called 911. Uh, they, I don't think they hit any other cars. So, I mean, like if, like if you're having a wreck, like that's like the best case scenario. Cause it didn't seem like anybody got hurt. Thankfully, mm-hmm. you know, um, when like stuff like that, that could have been horrible. That, like they could have bounced into oncoming traffic. Who knows what could have happened. Right. Yeah. And, uh, so I, I pulled over and I called 911 mainly because I wanted them to know that like it wasn't a mistake or an error on the part of that person that crashed mm-hmm. like that they, that they actually were driving recklessly mm. you know because who knows what they could have told the cops when the cops showed up you know like they could have said like an animal ran into the road or something right. they had yeah. to swerve or that they yeah. were cut off no you know I just wanted to make sure like that somebody knew you know mm. like to maybe help piece it all together <laughs> yeah crazy man that's insane oh yeah it was uh it was really stressful. I was not happy about that, but I was very thankful that like it it wasn't worse, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have, have you seen a, a car crash like happen like that or anything like that? I have. So um, <laughs> this is it's a kind of a long story, but it's a I think it's interesting. Okay. Um, so I used to be in the military, and um, after Hurricane Katrina, we got deployed down to go help with the cleanup or oh you did wow that is a whole long story okay kind of for our military podcast we're gonna do i would rather yeah. <laughs> i would rather not get into it okay um but on the way back so we're we're in the the deuce and a half uh-huh. trucks yeah uh, if anyone's familiar with those so they're they're called deuce and a halfs because they weigh two and a half tons uh they're the big like six wheeler uh or three axle trucks it kind of right. looks like a, a military moving van right like with a was well, a flatbed, right? With, yeah, I was about to say with a flatbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we also had in the in and so we had a convoy of thirty uh, some vehicles, I think. Wow. Okay. And and then um, you know, because I was like military IT guy, right? So our our whole point is like we were supposed to be able to go to a a blank field someplace, set up a satellite dish, and then provide internet and phone to whoever. Okay. Right. Okay. So on the way back, we're we're all packed up. We're heading back to Oklahoma city from, um, from new Orleans and we're going through Dallas and we're in like in 
no shit Dallas traffic. Okay. Yeah. The top speed of the deuce and a half was, and we had some, uh, some five ton trucks there as well. The, the big, the bigger ones. Top speed uh, of these trucks is supposed to be like 35 and we're doing like 60. Okay. So we have pallets. And so these are like aircraft style pallets that are supposed to interlock. Out. Yeah. Okay. They're supposed to be like interlocking. So they're like the big like metal pallets. Okay. So they're, they're in the back of the truck. And then I have, some of us have generators okay. that we're towing. So I'm pulling a generator. Were you driving? I was driving. Okay. So, and we're like nose to tail, just foot to the floor. Right. Because we want to go home. Dallas traffic is nuts. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and we're doing everything we can to like not make it worse. Uh-huh. Yeah. And get right. home. Right. D- Dallas driving is like, you need two people. Like you need like a spotter and yeah. you need the driver. Well, yeah. and especially with those things, because there's, right. there's, it's not the most like well handling car <laughs> I've ever driven. Like there's no information. So you're just kind of guessing as uh-huh. to where everything is. So... Base, and the cruise control is just your fo- on the highway is just your foot is to the floor. So I've got a pallet that weighs probably, and this becomes important in a second. This, the pallet weighs, uh, you know, probably close to a thousand pounds, and then okay. the, the generator is a single axle generator, and it's it you know it, it's another like fifteen hundred pounds or so. Okay, so I'm just like foot to the floor trying to keep up with the trucks in front of us because the truck in front of me had a pallet. But no generator. Okay. And the truck in front of them was the one that crashed. And they they were in the bigger, like, um, uh, five-ton truck. Um, it was, like, more modern, more powerful. But he was, they also had a, a pallet and a, and, a, and a trailer they were towing. So my friend was actually, my really good friend, uh, was in the passenger seat of that truck. Oh, the one that crashed. The okay. one that crashed. So okay. there's a truck in between us. Uh-huh. And we're, like, in no way... At a following at a safe distance, right? <laughs> like we're right. really close. So I just and the left. So we're in the right hand lane. So two two lanes going one direction. You know, uh, median and the whole thing. The left lane is just solid with cars because there's cars trying to get around this yeah. convoy, and it's dark out. And all of a sudden, I just see the taillights from the generator of the truck. You know that is about to crash. So two in front of me start to peek out into traffic. Oh, and then peek out into on the other side. On the other side. So like the trailer just started driving, oh. and, and the the person who was driving just started overcorrecting and overcorrecting and overcorrecting. Oh no! And like we could see it happening from where we were because you would just see like a puff of tire smoke and then taillights, puff of tire smoke and then taillights alternating on each side of the vehicle in front of us, and then all of a sudden you see tire smoke sparks it's on its side oh no it flipped over and the it turned out that the only thing that kept it from rolling was the pallet so you could see the on the pallet like there was a rounded edge on one of the on one of the sides and they had they had like gone up on like they were going to complete a full rotation holy cow and those trucks don't (laughs) they're not like crash tested or anything it's just like sheet metal and there's right. no there's seat belts but they're lap belts and most of it's we didn't wear them yeah you know because they didn't do anything um and and so it, it's on its side sparking oh my god and just going into the ditch and it's getting ready to dig in in the ditch right i'm not so much worried about that right now because the trailer in, the the truck in front of me doesn't have a trailer okay and so he's has like a ton and he has a smaller pallet too so he has like a ton less weight than right. i do and i'm 
on him. Right. So I then have to start like avoiding that accident because right. that's going to not because go well. if he if you guys both break at the same force you're going to hit him because it's he has less weight going to happen yes yes and i it's already starting to happen yes. right and then to my left there's like a civic oh no you know oh, and then to no. my right there's like just a big ditch okay so i was like well we're gonna we're we're going in the ditch like it was just a split second decision like i'm not going to hit because if i hit him then he right. might have hit the truck that was already sideways yes. too yes. and made it worse yeah right so i had just made a split second decision and pointed at the ditch and i'm doing like 60 no miles an hour. way um and in those trucks the front axle um isn't connected um until you connect it and okay. there's like a there's it's a hydraulic or is it pneumatic? I don't remember. It might be pneumatic. Um, switch and the thing. So you have to hit it with some force okay. in, the, in the cab. So I like knocked it into all-wheel drive and just started downshifting. Okay. Because as soon as I started, as soon as I touched the brakes, I could feel the the trailer coming uh-huh. around. Right, right. Trying to jackknife. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just started like downshifting and got it stopped and then got over to the truck and... Um, Luckily, everyone was okay. The driver was com- was knocked cold, and she was like in between the steering column, like she was crumpled up um, in the st- like between the steering column and the and the door. Holy cow! Just a ball. And so, like we like when we were running up to the crash, we were like, "This is gonna be yeah some really terrible shit." Um, but it turned out that my friend was okay. He had like jumped from the truck, which was still running and like spewing diesel and coolant everywhere <laughs> so like Holy i smelled cow. like so we were still in dallas so we still had in those trucks we were east of dallas so we still had i think it was like eight hours in the truck oh, and so i just no. smelled like diesel and coolant for the rest of the rest of the trip home holy cow that's but, yeah. crazy it was it was insane and it did like a you know it ruined a whole bunch of uh, equipment and it was it was nuts. Oh man! Yeah. Wow, I'm glad it wasn't worse. Yeah, that, yeah. So that was the that was my only like crazy. I mean, I've seen like fender benders and stuff. Yeah, before, but yeah. That's the only uh, crazy accident I've ever seen. The the one thing that I I thought of um, about like what happened to me was when I was when that person was tailgating me so hard. Right. I I thought like if they if they actually act, actually bump me from the back mm-hmm. i'm gonna be okay right right but like if i try to move over to another lane mm-hmm. then they're gonna hit me off center and that's gonna spin me right, right? and right. spins lead to rolls yeah right so i was like if they just if like if they hit me i'm gonna stay right here they'll bump me forward but i'll be okay like i could drive out of this right yeah crazy <laughs> that just that like just that that decision like having to make that you know that's yeah Oh God, that's crazy! Yeah, nuts! Yeah, so it, mine was like, am I going to run over a Civic or yeah. am I going to yeah. roll this thing in the ditch? <laughs> you made the correct decision. Yeah, so. dear God. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, this week the Daytona 500 happened this weekend. Yeah, we don't care because we're not NASCAR fans. I feel bad for not caring, and yeah. I, I feel like there's a kind of a, a a movement now to try to get people who are snobby about their motorsports which mm-hmm. i will cop to yeah uh, to start caring about nascar and i just i just can't i just don't care 
I, I like it. I, I appreciate it, but I, you know, I don't watch it. I mean, I know it is like, it is a cool form of racing. I really like the aspects of drafting and all of that stuff. Like all right. of the, like the, you know, the team mechanics about that stuff, but. Well, and the finish was crazy close. Did you see it? I did. It was like, what, like a hundredth of a second it between ins- first and second? It yeah. was insane. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it, was, it was like a bumper. Yeah. Yeah, like crazy. a fraction of a bumper. Yeah, but the the reason that I brought Daytona up is because um, I I have a story about uh, that is loosely NASCAR related. Okay. So a long time ago, I was in Cary, North Carolina, for some training mm-hmm. for uh, work, and I went to a drive-through coffee place, and the lady that handed me the coffee out the window just leans out and goes, "I'm sorry." Has anybody ever told you, you look just like Junior? <laughs> and me being being who I am, I was like, Junior who? <laughs> like, there's only one Junior. Well, in North Carolina, there, there is, is only one Junior. She, she just goes, Dale Earnhardt Jr., silly. Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, I, I can see it. I can right. see it. I, I do yeah. kind of look like him. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah that. Yeah, yeah. So there's only one junior. Well, he didn't win. <laughs> Everyone really wanted him to win today, and he did not. Anybody ever tell you you look just like Junior? That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's my NASCAR story. Between that and your like Kinko's lady run in, like I I have some weird people say some weird things to me. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's not them. Maybe it's me. <laughs> Just inspire people to like say what's really on their minds. That would be a terrible superpower. <laughs> That would be the worst. Like, what if you were, what if your your superpower was that, but then you're also, like, your weakness was, like, you just get embarrassed really easily? Yeah. Like, I think you basically did describe me right now. Yeah. yeah like that. Worst X-Man ever. <laughs> I'm Cyclops. I have laser eyes. I'm Wolverine. I got a Mantium cause. I get embarrassed easily, and people tell me what they honestly think of me. <laughs> Look at that ginger. Yeah. His nose is crooked. <laughs> what? What? I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, talk about Haas F1. I spelled it H-A-A-S. Did I spell it right? You you did. Oh, okay. You did. You did. So yeah, Haas is, uh, they're, uh, they have other forms of motorsport that they're involved in in the US. But the, the big news is that they are... Uh, entering Formula One, they they uh, launched their car uh, this week. Okay, um, and it's a big deal because it's the first time an American team has been in Formula One in like thirty years. Who's doing the engines? They are sourcing from Ferrari. Oh, okay. Um, and but the the so there was some speculation that basically they were going to be very like you know very really really close from Ferrari. Like they were basically going to be like kind of like a second rate factory team from Ferrari, but. Um, um, just to kind of get more Ferrari in the field kind of thing. Um, well, no, it was basically just to lower Like the, the thought was that that was going to lower the barrier to entry for a new team into Formula One. Cause it is catastrophically expensive to run a team in Formula One. Okay. I mean, they the engine costs, they're talking about like tens of millions of dollars per engine. Jeez, okay. Like, there's like a ten million dollar engine, each one. Guys, do you do you want to buy a nineteen ninety seven Two million dollars. It's a bargain. 
Right. Okay, okay. So each engine costs $10 million. So you can imagine then like wind tunnel time and yeah. chassis development and all, and there's all these restrictions on how much testing you can do and uh, tire testing and all, all this other stuff. So um, they were thinking, everyone was, the speculation was that it was going to be like a, just a junior Ferrari factory team. But the the car design is unique to, to Haas. They have, you know, kind of very different features, especially the nose is a lot different um, than the than the uh, factory uh, Ferrari. Far, Ferrari team. And the, the packaging around the engine and gearbox is a lot narrower, which is a big deal uh, for aerodynamics and everything. Okay. Um, so yeah, it looks like they're actually going to, and they're have like decent drivers and stuff. So it's nice. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. Cool. Right on. Yeah. Let's see how, (laughs) let's see, let's see how it pans out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now we also need to talk about, uh, a horrible, horrible idea, Ian. Yeah. We're about to talk about it things again, everybody. Uh huh. Yeah. This is the IT cast. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. You talk about Volvo. It, our much beloved Volvo. Yeah. They, they give us the... They have the, been um, on a roll lately. They give us the V90 with yeah. the wonderful taillights. Uh, I, I <laughs> like actually the think they might have overdone it on the taillights just a touch. So okay. Like, yeah. I, they kind of cranked the taillight knob up to 11 on that one. I kind of wanted it at a nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So... Uh, Volvo has, with great idea. fanfare, with great fanfare, announced that that you are no longer going to need your your keys to drive your car. So it's going to you're gonna your phone is now going to become your car key as well as all of your credit cards and everything else that you do with your life. So basically, it'll work off of Bluetooth and it'll detect that you've walked up to your car and it'll unlock, but. And so there's a lot of, like, GM, you can do that already. Right, Lexus, yeah. Lexus, you know, a lot of car companies, you can do that now. But what's different is that it's actually going to allow you to drive the car with that functionality. Because in those other cars, the function is... They unlock it. They unlock it. So if you leave your keys in the car, you uh-huh. can get them out again. Or with BMW, it goes a little bit further. You can, like, remote start your car. Yes, and, like, put the windows down and, and like stuff warm like that. it up. Yep. Yeah, yep. or put seat heaters on or something like yep. that. But this... Again, it allows you to drive your car with your phone. And, oh, and, and to me, I know it's just my IT, getting my IT hackles up. Uh-huh. But yeah. like, it's, that to me just, it doesn't say convenience, it says attack vector. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. That's a vulnerability you've just introduced to your car that did not exist before. I, I feel like we don't quite have security worked out right now because like hackers have taken control of a Tesla. You know, yeah. remotely, uh, like uh, people have owned all of GM's uh, ECUs remotely. Right. Like um, there's all these um, key fob amplification attacks mm-hmm. that go into stealing cars. Yeah. Uh, have you heard about those where mm-hmm. people like somebody will have the key fob in there, like on their desk or something in their foyer in their house. Mm-hmm. And then someone actually drives by or goes to the car with an amplification device that oh, wow. repeats the signal and allows the car to be unlocked from further away than it normally would be, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, all, like we, don't, we haven't fixed those problems yet. Right. And now we're doing this? And, and again, this, this kind of goes back to our Microsoft Office rant from a little bit ago where we talked about the problems of like third-party yes. issues too. And it, it would be one thing if it was iPhones only, you know? But we're going to have, there's going to be apps on apps on apps and different phone vendors and and different operating systems and people who don't upgrade their shit for you know 10 years or whatever. Yes. 
So it's just so, there's so much that could go wrong. Yes. I, on top of just the basic physical stuff where someone takes your phone. Right. Maybe you don't have a pass key on it. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So there's that. Right. Uh, or you break your phone. You walk into a swimming pool or something with your phone in your pocket. Like, you know, like that kind of stuff happens. Yeah. Like that's just a whole nother layer of shit that can hap- go wrong with this. Right. And I, and I feel like some... There's the the risk reward calculus is is off too because I don't I've never thought to myself you know what would change my life if I could use my phone to drive my car <laughs> like that's the one thing that's missing from my life is being right. able to use my phone to unlock my car I don't I don't see that it's a a big enough gain and convenience or whatever to justify the huge security hole that it leaves. It- I'm all for it when it's like, well, I don't have to have CDs in my car anymore because I have my phone. Right. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. This is a horrible idea, though. <laughs> right, but you're not... Yeah, when you control your stereo through your phone, that's one thing because yeah. it's not essential. Yeah, exactly. And also non-life-threatening. <laughs> yeah. Unless there's a fish CD stuck in there and then yeah. that is life-threatening yes. because <laughs> there will be murders. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say about Volvo? Just, I don't, just, and I think Tesla also has this feature, um, but I just don't, it just seems really, really dumb. You know, I, I mean, it's, it's going to be really weird to see where this stuff goes because I mean, it, it catches on with one manufacturer and then it, then other people start demanding it from others, you know? Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. Well, and it's funny too, cause we have, I mean, we have talked a little bit about security with, with, and this, this also goes to autonomous vehicles. So it as does, our, yeah. as our cars start interfacing with other devices and other cars, these sorts of, of security concerns are going to become more and more apparent. And over the next couple of years, the number of car hacking stories is just going to explode because yeah. everybody's attention is focused here now, mm-hmm. uh, as it should be, because it's a it's a it's a big problem, and car makers just don't have. Car makers are really good at building cars. They're not so good at introducing new technologies to the world. Correct. And yeah. there are examples on examples on examples of that. That's that's true. Like especially when that example is something outside of what they would normally do. Like and they're not necessarily motivated from a financial basis to actually sink tons of research and development into security hardening, you know. Right, because they're interested in selling you a car with cool features. Once, yeah. right? So they are. They Unless are, you're Audi, then every sixty thousand miles. <laughs> but right, go on. Right. They they are ill-equipped to to meet that like the the tech cycle of oh shit we sold something and it and somebody figured something out so now we have to refresh it right yeah they don't have that model with maybe the exception of Tesla with their over the air updates and stuff yeah I mean there is ECU and G, GPS updates but. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean the the idea that that Volvo in 10 years, uh-huh, which is the you know the very normal lifespan of a car now is going to patch your bluetooth, you know, uh vulnerability for free is absurd. Like yes. it's not going to happen. You're right. You're right because they're just going to be on to newer models. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be like one crusty engineer yeah. that they have to keep on staff. And yeah. then he's going to quit. He or she is going to quit. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, Bluetooth could easily go the way of, you know, of 
the CD in the uh-huh. car. It could. You know? I mean, yeah. it's an older standard than Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It, I don't know. I, the idea that Bluetooth is a panacea for all of our problems is just maddening to me. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I work in the medical industry and, and with a lot of the devices and peripherals that I kind of have to vet for, for my line of work. Um, a lot of people are very excited to try to offer me Bluetooth things like Bluetooth mm-hmm. stethoscopes right? Um, and like endoscopes, all kinds of exam equipment. Right. And I always just say, like, I don't want Bluetooth. I don't like just give me something with a USB cable, <laughs> you know, like there's so many ways for Bluetooth to go wrong in a just in an environment like healthcare or, you know, the automotive automotive environment it's insane i i don't like it yeah i agree yeah. all right fmk cars yes you explain it i explained it last time okay so fmk cars is the a spin on the classic game of fuck mary kill which you typically play with celebrities but we are nice people so we don't do that <laughs> we don't talk about people that way we play it with cars instead so fuck is you drive it for a day and then you explain what you would do with it for that day mary is that is your new daily driver warts and all K, you're killing it. It's going to the crusher immediately. Uh, and oftentimes we have a catch or a twist with these. So yeah. Do you want to go? You want to go first this time? Sure. Do you want to go catch first or no catch first? What do you want? Let's go no catch first. Okay. All right. So this is going to kind of sound like it has a catch, but it actually doesn't. Okay. okay. Uh, mine's so similar. So um, this one's titled Car Hairstyles. Stay with me here. Okay. Okay. So. In this one, I used a specific hairstyle to inspire a car, right? <laughs> a car decision for FMK cars. I'm already anticipating mullet. I'm yeah. excited. Okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Okay. First up, we have a crew cut. Okay. Okay. So we have a Willys Jeep. I think that oh, is yeah, okay. inspired by a crew cut. Yeah. But in, in this case, the Willys Jeep is a resto mod. So like it's oh. got like nice disc brakes, a great engine, all that wonderful stuff, right? Is it still an off-road oh, focused yeah. resto mod? Okay. Of course. Right. Yeah, sure. So then uh, up next, we have a Pompadour. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Pompadour makes me think of a chop top mercury lead sled. Nice. Right? Yeah. And then lastly, Ian, uh-huh. we have the mullet. Yes. Okay. This is the Holden Commodore Ute <laughs> because it is business up front and party in the yep. back. I see what you did yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, so, like and also there is an option with this that you can have if you'd like. Yeah. I have chosen to give you a tarp that you can make the bed of the Holden an impromptu hot tub. Yes. <laughs> Can I, is it the supercharged one? Can I have the supercharged one? No. Okay. Um, that would, would have been really nice of me, but I mean, you would just marry that and do donuts all day with, with like your family in the hot tub. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly what <laughs> I, I, I say hot tub, but you're going to put a bunch of water back there and it's going to like get cold and just be gross. No, I'm going to pump the exhaust through it. <laughs> I'm going to make it a, make it a, uh, a hot tub, like with the bubbles and everything. <laughs> thinking dave why thinking. is this hot tub making me sleepy yeah. well because it's carbon monoxide yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay all right so what what do you think ian um i'm i'm thinking man i think the other two are just way too much fun i'm gonna have to crush the willies really yeah uh, also i look like a dumbass in a in a crew cut so i'm oh you don't have to have the haircut i'm going to though <laughs> okay all right you're sticking to this yeah <laughs> you're calling it audible that's that's your option <laughs> no i know uh yeah. no i'm still crushing the jeep e- either way uh, okay i'm gonna crush the willies 
I'm going to, um, I'm gonna marry the Ute. I know. I knew you would. I'm gonna marry the Ute. I'm just gonna put all the things in the back of it, <laughs> um, <laughs> including a, a, a deadly hot tub. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The world's worst hot tub. And then, um, I'm, for a day, for a day, I am going to. Um, I'm just gonna like snap at people and pretend I'm in West Side Story. <laughs> And drive around combing my hair. Okay, the, I like that. In the in the in the Mercury, just yeah. use butch wax. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I think you could almost pull off a pompadour, Ian. I pre- kind of have a pompadour <laughs> now. It's pretty close. All right. All okay. Right. So what choice. would you what would you do there? I would. Uh, oh man, I love those Mercury lead sleds so much, man. I yeah. I might marry that. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, and then I would. Oh man, I, I would have to f the Holden Commodore. I mean, like, how could you not take that car? You, like, if yeah. somebody gives you like a, the reincarnation of an El Camino with a giant V8, yeah. like, and it's Australian, yeah, you know, you have, like, you have yeah, to. you have to drive that for a day, yeah. So, which also means I kill the Jeep, I guess. All right, but I really like the idea of a restaurant of Willie's Jeep. Yeah. Oh well, but not enough apparently. Eric, what would you do there? Since you're still you're still here, reminder: we have a third person here. Well, my car knowledge is uh, much more limited than you guys, so I can't even picture what that Holden car is. Oh, okay. It's it looks like like a Chevy Malibu kind of, but it's actually like really badass. Yeah, and then like they chop the back off, and it actually has like a truck bed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You need those in Australia, yes, apparently, yes. in the outback. To, I, I guess, maybe stack up kangaroos and spiders. And, like, what's a mercury lead sled? Here you go. Here's, a, here's the ute. And I'll pull wow. up a mercury. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Is it like a 1950s uh-huh. that you'd see in yep. Cuba or something? Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. That's exactly it. Yeah. Like, But he's talking like a, you know, when they chop the roof yeah. and do the whole. Right. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. And then a Willys Jeep, you know, is like the old military Jeep. Yeah. Like totally unsafe to turn. Uh well, this is uh this is Restomod and Restomod means like you you take a bunch of modern stuff like disc brakes and, you know, actually like, you know, make it as modern as you can with still like retaining the chassis and everything of the original car. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think I'd have to F the Mercury, kill the Jeep, and marry the... The Holden? The Holden. The Ute? Yeah. 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 I like it. Yeah. We we endorse that answer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Go. What do you got for me, buddy? Okay. So this one, I like to do... I like to have fun with my titles. Oh, my these. God. His titles. The titles are more fun to come up with for me than the actual thing. So His fucking titles. <clears throat> this one is a... Is, <laughs> is a paraphrase of a quote that my mother-in-law has actually said to me before. Was this inspired while we were talking about that upstairs? It might have been. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Um, all right. So I'm just going to say the title and then I'll explain it. Microsoft called me and said I had a virus, so I gave them my credit card number. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Failed Automotive Technology Edition. Oh, okay. All right. So this is, you know, not necessarily things that are failed but you know representing like kind of dead technologies within cars and sometimes they were like really exciting ideas when they came out and now 
you would really just kind of be annoyed by it. I, I'm thinking of automatic seatbelts, like the up like that. You it's know? funny you should mention that, Dave. Oh, no. Because your first option is a 1981 Toyota Cressida. First car to offer a power seatbelt as standard. Oh, man. No, Ian. So I actually saw a Toyota Cressida this week, and I was really amazed. They're at really how, pretty cool looking. Yeah, how well that's aged. Yeah. Like, that's a really cool looking car, even by today's standards. Yeah. Does oh. have a power seatbelt as oh. standard. And it was a 1981 power seatbelt, so yeah. you can imagine it was probably not, like, the best one ever. Oh, those um, were so horrible. So, the next one is a 1987 Lincoln Town Car. Oh, boy. The first production car to offer a CD player. Oh, okay. So, you have to, you're have going to have to deal with the 1987 CD player as your... You're not allowed to modify these technologies. Right. Yeah. Way, no, right? it's just going to skip continuously. Yeah. yeah. So, you, you can't put a Bluetooth module in it. Or no. Anything, anything oh, like God. Right? My Phil Collins CD <laughs> is going to skip all the time. <laughs> just constant. <laughs> but I want to listen to the police. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go the, on. Phil Collins was not in the police. I know. You're, you're aware I'm, of I'm that, just right? naming okay. er, era specific okay. albums. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 1981 Datsun 810 Maxima. Hang on. Hang on. Dot. 1981 mm-hmm. Datsun 810 Maxima. Yeah. I'm gonna give you a hint here. Uh, what was the technology that that introduced? Okay. What would What would this Datsun do? This is why I had to sneak do? off to your bathroom earlier. Okay. No, it was it, it. It talked to you. It was the first car that talked to you. Yeah, no. yeah. My dad had a LeBaron that did that. Uh huh. A door and is a jar. Yeah, yeah. A door. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I was five, <laughs> but I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I think my mom hated it after like minute seven. <laughs> she was over it. Um, oh man. Yeah. Oh gosh. So the, those are your those are your three. Oh, I want that Cressida so bad, but the seatbelts, Ian. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Gosh. Oh, man. This is a tough one. Okay. I, I have to marry the Datsun A10 because that's it, that's just a cool car. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to let it talk to me. I don't care. Okay. Um, uh, What were the other things that it said? Um, It had like six things and I had it and I lost it. Probably it. like, I'm rusting. I'm <laughs> rusting. <laughs> Engine's on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was like, uh, it lets you know that your keys are in, in the ignition, that the door was open, uh-huh. that you left your lights oh, on. Oh, headlights, okay, all right. Um, stuff like that. I don't think it said, like, crash is imminent, <laughs> although that would be helpful, you know. Okay. Uh, what was the middle car again? Um, the middle, so it was the Cressida, right. the town car. Oh, the town car, yeah, okay. And then the and then the 810. Hmm. Oh, gosh. What would be really helpful okay. is like, you have something in your teeth. You have something in your teeth. <laughs> that person fly- next to you saw you picking your nose. That person next to you saw you picking your nose. Your flies down. Yeah. Your flies down. Yeah. Um, okay. So I, okay. I got it. I got it, Ian. Um, so I am going to, I said I'm going to marry the Datsun, right? Yeah. That's what I'm doing because that's awesome. I love the Datsun 810. Uh, I am going to... F the Lincoln, and I have to crush the Cressida. I'm going to F the Lincoln because you know what kind of music I listen to, Ian. Like weird, <laughs> spastic, electronic glitch. Right. I'm going to put a CD in, and it's basically just going to be that. Like, so you could just have, you could record yourself a CD uh-huh. of just like 
one note. note. Right. One uh-huh. note. Yeah. And then it would end up sounding like an Autacra song. Is that your strategy? <laughs> yes. Yes, that is exactly it. Okay. And in fact, I have I've been listening to Aphex Twin before while I was driving around in my 1994 Nissan pickup truck. Uh-huh. And I, I would legitimately ask myself every now and then, did the CD just skip or was that part of the music? <laughs> <laughs> it's a sign of a yes. of a good music purchase. Yes. Yeah. So that's hilarious. Okay. All right. This one has a catch. All right. All right. This one, Ian, it's called Moped. Okay. That means it's fun as hell, but you don't actually want anyone to see you on one. Gotcha. Okay. First up, we have a Morgan three-wheeler. Yeah. I. Uh, yes. Okay. You can only drive it naked. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You don't want anyone to see you. Yeah, that's true. Then after that, we have a Saab 900 SPG. It's not so much me not wanting people to see me. It's really <laughs> nobody wants to see that. So Okay, so I, I have a funny story about that. So my, my dad, like, occasionally walks through the house in, like, his tidy whities you know? Uh-huh. Of course, because he's a dad, right? right. And uh, my mom will yell at him for doing it when, like, the blinds are open on the right. house. <laughs> and my dad's reply is, well, it's their fault for looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's that's where we're at. It's their fault for looking. Yeah. Uh so yeah, you, you have your naked Morgan three-wheeler. Okay. Then we have a Saab 900 SPG, but it has a really powerful radio transmitter that forces ABBA songs into onto all car stereos in a two-block radius. <laughs> and your license plate says ABBA forever. <laughs> So everyone's going to know it's you. Now, do I also have to listen to ABBA in the car or just everyone around me? Everyone around you. All right. <laughs> All right. But they're going to know it's you. Yeah, that might be a sacrifice I'm going to look Then lastly, we have a Renault Turbo 5 with a My Little Pony vinyl wrap. <laughs> oh. All right. Well... I'm, I'm gonna pull up. <laughs> I'm gonna pull up a picture of a Renault Turbo Five. So what was the, what was the first car again? It was a uh, oh crap! What was it? It was a oh, Morgan three wheeler. Yeah, Morgan three wheeler. But you're naked. All right. Well, I'm yeah. crushing that motherfucker. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Me naked just doesn't work. There'd be <laughs> lots of like little kids pointing. And we're like, why is that person wearing a brown jumpsuit? And you know <laughs> things like that. Like that's not good. Oh, that's just body hair. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Can't have that. Um. So, so it comes down to the Saab and the Renault. Yeah. The, and these are genuinely fun cars to drive. That's yeah, I'm like, a I'm, moped is actually fun, but like... I'm marrying the Renault. Are you kidding me? With a, a My Little Pony vinyl wrap. Uh, yeah, I'm a brony now. That's what, <laughs> that's what I do. For that car, I'm a brony. That's no. what happens. Oh, um, that term's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, and then I will, for a day ruin everyone's <laughs> everyone who doesn't like ABBA because you never know I'm just going to drive to the Ikea parking lot that's awesome <laughs> I'm going to drive to the Ikea parking lot and just do circles in the Ikea parking lot because I'm assuming it's also going to affect the PA system in Ikea <laughs> and I'm just going to do like a little autocross in the Ikea parking lot okay it seems yeah. appropriate alright that's what I'm going to do what do you think you'd do Eric all right, we got the Renault. The Renault, yep, and it, it's vinyl wrapped with My Little Pony. A Saab SPG, you remember those. Special right? Patrol Group. Uh-huh, Special Patrol Group, like <laughs> the young ones. Yes, uh, but it, it's the, the classic 900. Yeah, the one before ours. And then lastly, the Morgan three-wheeler. I'll pull up a picture of that. Yeah, I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, 
It looks like somebody crashed a World War II fighter into a motorcycle <laughs> is basically what it looks like. And it looks like Ian and I, it's on our bucket list to drive this thing at some point. It almost looks like you in there right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh my god, that kind of does. Jeez, either that or Is Dale. Is it Dale Earnhardt? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's Junior. Yeah, yeah, so what do you think? Let's see, I think I'd have to... The Morgan three-wheeler, you're naked. Oh, okay. yeah. All uh-huh. right, so what... What? All right, so the Renault has the... My Little Pony. My Little Pony. I'm naked in the three-wheeler. Uh-huh, yep. It, Which is just a great sentence anyway. And the SPG. <laughs> uh, ABBA. It blasts ABBA onto surrounding cars. And your uh-huh. license plate says ABBA forever. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of started with ABBA forever and worked yeah, back from Yeah, there. I kind of figured. Yeah. I, I, it's also I, one too many characters. I gotta marry SPG. Uh-huh. Just yes. so you can have something that says SPG. Just because it says SPG and that really sounds like fun um, with the ABBA thing. Um, and then, uh, F the three wheeler and, uh, and just go the, buck naked for a day. Yeah. Kill the Renault. Nice. Nice. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. That's a balls out move. Literally. <laughs> Ridiculous. All right. <laughs> Free balling. Okay. So this, are you ready for mine? All right. So this one. <laughs> Do I have a choice? Nope. This one is in honor of having a guest watch us podcast. So okay. this is all, this right. has a. A voyeuristic twist to it. Oh, boy. And the title is... <clears throat> oh, shit. <sighs> this is written down in there. I just, wanna, I just want you to know it's written down on the notepad, so I have to do The this. heavy breathing. I don't make these up. I have to do what's written on the thing. <sighs> You're purdy when you pee. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> cars you drive with a voyeuristic twist. Okay, so all of these cars... <laughs> Are 2016 models, and they are sold. They have backup cameras as standard. Okay. So there's a twist with the backup camera. Oh God. So each of these cars you will drive, and for any time they're on, uh-huh. or you're in the car, just whenever there's all the the backup camera is always on, but it's a f- live feed from someplace else. Oh no. Yeah. Oh God, this is going to be awful. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. 2016 Porsche Cayenne. Okay. All right. All Porsche you s- SUV. Yeah. All you see on your backup camera display is a live feed of your dog's pooping. <laughs> Just over and Just over and over and over. Whatever their most recent poop is, that's on a like a, a, like a vine loop. And there's like that awkward moment where the dog makes eye contact with we- you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Neither of us are proud of this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We both know what's about to happen. Yep. Oh, God. Okay. okay. Uh, did I ever tell you that I wanted to start a Tumblr page called Majestic Animal Shitting? <laughs> and it was just like bald eagles pooping and stuff like that. Yeah. I Yeah. Internet, make that happen for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Go like on. It. Okay. 2016 Ford Mustang GT350. How? This is the, the yeah. new flat plane crank one. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. All you see on your backup camera is a live feed of Donald Trump practicing his speeches in the mirror. <laughs> so there's a, can you, you, you sure? are the mirror and he's practicing to can, you. Can he be shirtless? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Okay. All yeah, right. Go you, on. You do you, Dave. Okay. He can and, be shirtless. And that car again was a, uh, the, a Mustang the, 350. Okay. The GT350. Yep. Okay. All right. 
this this one, Dave. I, you look like you're really proud of this one. I ashamed might be the word. <laughs> Twenty sixteen Volvo V sixty Polestar. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw one of those earlier. The, this the week. wagon, yeah. yeah, with the the fast engine and the yeah. the, the the blue and the, the whole thing. Uh huh. Good, you... good way to describe Volvo. <laughs> The, the engine and the blue and the thing and the place with the guy. Yeah. I don't know what that was. I'm sorry. All you see on your backup camera is a live feed from your parents' bedroom. No. No. <laughs> oh. So yeah. I know you like that car, so I had to ruin it oh. extra hard. Oh, God. Fast, super fast wagon, though. Super fast all-wheel drive wagon. Ian. There's nothing there's nothing that could be done to overcome that. You could give me a Pagani Wyra yeah. with that with my parents yep. bedroom live feed and yep. Oh yeah, that, I have to kill that. I have to kill that. I'm <laughs> kill sorry. It with fire. I, I have to kill like one of my favorite wagons in the world. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't want to watch my parents have sex. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. I think you I think you've chosen well. And then my dad would say it's your fault for looking. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited when you said that story because I was just like, that's going to be such a great callback. Oh. Every time you look at your dash, he would just be like, your fault for looking. <laughs> just looking right at you. No. From your dashboard. The eye contact makes it worse. <laughs> okay. I'm going to marry the one, uh, the uh, Mustang with Donald Trump. Are you? Yeah. All right. Because guess what? Every time I see that shirtless, floppy haired bastard on the backup camera, I feel better about myself. <laughs> a little self-esteem pick me up. At least I don't look like a goddamn Oompa Loompa with a comb over. <laughs> Fair point. All right. So, which means I'm going to F the Porsche Cayenne. Okay. Oh, God. I don't want to do that. Just pooping. Just yeah. poop on a loop. I, <laughs> poop <laughs> on a loop. <laughs> poop loop. Uh, that whole, this whole podcast has been an excuse for me to eventually be able to say poop on a loop. <laughs> Well, this, this whole is project we're done here t- episode 27 yeah <laughs> done like shut it <laughs> shut it down <laughs> like we'll just disassemble the blanket fort yep yeah okay craigslist the equipment yep that's like it. it okay oh gosh and i don't are, are the rules where you can't like just put duct tape over the display yeah no you can't yeah no you that. can't you can't mess with the twist when yeah. the twist is done it is law it's yeah, it's pretty hard. Once it's on the notepad document, <laughs> the unsaved notepad, <laughs> unsaved notepad. <laughs> Again, we've got, we've talked about how we're IT guys, and one of the hall, how you can tell one of the ways you can tell you're an IT guy is if you have a million untitled notepad documents <laughs> just all open on your computer at any one time. Yes. Yeah. All right, we're gonna do a James FMK car. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. So this <laughs> is. Do, do, do. do I need to Google? No, okay. no. You know all these. These all are right. probably you probably just like have browser tabs open with these in them already. Oh, all right, good. <laughs> these are. I need you to say the word. Nineteen ninety rally or nineties rally homologation. Homologation. Yeah. I said it. Yeah, yeah, Thanks. that's right. Thanks, Missouri Public School System. <laughs> all right. First up, we have the Lancia Delta HF Integral Evo. Yes. Then we have a Toyota Celica GT4. Ooh. Cool. Mitsubishi Lancer Evo 6, Tommy Mackinnon edition. Nice. So for anyone who doesn't know what that means with the, the homologation thing, so homologation just means that you're meeting uh, road rules, right? So like when, when automakers bring cars to the U.S., they homologate them for the U.S. market. 
So what these they have to make a certain quantity, right? <clears throat> no, no. Oh, it's, okay. It just means meeting meeting the rules for production. Okay, is all that means. So for in this in this context, it means that they had to produce a certain number of. It does mean that, but the the word homologation doesn't necessarily. Oh, mean okay. In this context, it does because the rule was from the FIA that you had to make so many of these production cars and then you could race them if they were based on a production of like so many units. In this case, it was 500. So these are all really rare cars. Um, that said, man, I'm going to crush, I'm going to crush the Evo. Okay. I know that it's a very, very special one, but in my mind, because Mitsubishi went on to, to do so well in World Rally and we got so many other iterations of the Evo, it's the least special to me. And I know that version is very, very special, but to me, the Evo itself is like not as special as the other two. I, I'm, I'm with you so far. I'm answering the same. Okay. And go, then on, I'm, go on. I'm going to spend a day in the Celica. Okay. And just, I mean, obviously sideways, it's a rally car. Right. And then um, I'm going to marry the Lancia. Because okay. it's one of my favorite cars ever. Um, I think you and I depart on on that, which is weird because I normally love the Lancia so much. Um, I think I'm going to F the Lancia. Mm. And, and then I think I'm going to marry the Toyota just because you rarely ever see those. Yeah, that's I, true. Like, I mean, that, that seems like a wild card to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And is that the Toyota that... In, in so, the, the, I believe, and people can correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, I can Google it later, but I believe that they that they released an addition that was over and above the four-wheel drive Celica that you could get that was like rally spec. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, it was, had to be close to the Group B rally yes. car. Yeah. It was turbocharged. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- I think that one had the notoriety of having one of the most ingenious cheats in all of racing history, where they had restrictor plates on the turbo mm-hmm. the for the exhaust manifold. Oh, okay. And they Toyota made a mechanism that actually moved that restrictor plate out of the oh, way yeah, when it was right. on boost. Yeah. I've read about that before. I forgot about it. Yeah. I forgot about that. God, racing and cheating. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, what do you think you do, Eric? What kind of car is that Lancia? It's a Mitsubishi. The, yeah, all-wheel drive turbo. You said the Lancia. Oh, the Lancia. It, yeah. uh, it Lancia. It's uh like a. Is it like Italian or something? It, yeah, it is Italian. It's an Italian automaker. They we never we haven't gotten Lancias in the states for mm-hmm. like yeah. 35, 40 years. Some of these are getting to the point where they can be imported though with the twenty-five year rule. Yeah, hmm. and they're I'm, they're badass. Yeah, they can be now. Th- yeah. That can be. Uh, yeah. the, yeah, there's a couple people in the states that have them uh, started importing them now. Yeah, I think that Lancia looks like one I could marry because it looks like I could fit kid seats in them. Box yeah. fenders. Box yeah. fenders is all you need to know. <laughs> Ian really likes like how the fenders are like flared and flat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You could put that on a Yugo and he'd buy it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would. Okay, Mar- marrying the Lancia. Marrying marrying the Lancia. Got a Celica and a. Uh, and a Mitsubishi Evo. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd do the Celica for a day. Yeah. It just looks cool, right? Yeah, it does look cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's one of the few, like, people. very 90s cars that is that have aged well. Yeah. Yeah. I like I it. Yeah. Uh, there, so, we were talking about how Lancy is an Italian brand, and mm-hmm. I forgot that they made a joke on the Venture Brothers about... Uh, 
about this like Italian supervillain. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was a flashback to like the fifties. Okay. And, uh, uh, this Spider-Man? Uh, almost, yeah. This this Italian supervillain, a spider themed, had a uh, had like this giant mechanical spider, uh-huh. and uh, one of the one of the good guys uh, said, um, uh, "Well, if 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 your fiats are any indication, we we don't have to worry about this thing at all." Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, all right, did we do it? I think we done did. Let's wrap it up. Yay! Okay, follow us. Team Clearcoat at Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. Uh, email us, teamclearcoat at gmail.com. Send us your FMK cars ideas. Uh, we'll send you stickers. Rate and review us on iTunes. We'll send you stickers. And uh, yeah, follow Ian on Instagram and Twitter at I roll so hard, E-Y-E, roll so hard. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at NuckNuckGoose. And I think that's about it, right, buddy? Yeah, I think I think that's it. We we done we done good. All right. Just poop on a loop. Poop loop. <laughs>